are now tuned in to another episode of For Your Records, the conversation for music lovers. Hosted by me, Key from Clee. What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? It's another episode of For Your Records. I am your girl, Key from Klee, and I'm by myself today only because I have COVID. Um, I'm feeling better now. Before I was, you know, tired and nasally and coughing and the whole nine or whatever, but I'm feeling much better now. Hopefully, you know, within a couple of days, my tests come back negative and we back to schedule program, but... I'm just on quarantine right now, you know, catching up on shows, catching up on music, catching up on BS in between. Um, so I decided, you know, why not do an episode and really catch all up on the music I've been listening to. Y'all claim I've been slacking so hard on that. But the conversation just been so good to the point where, you know, we don't get to that point. So, you know, I'm just letting the conversation flow these days and kind of just letting it be that. But, um, yeah, so, I haven't really thought about, like, who is the top five albums this year, but I do know the top five albums that I know I played the most, um, and when I look back, it's kind of like, damn, I guess I, I ain't really appreciate them that much, but them shits was hard, like, I ain't even gonna cap, so, Looking back, the best albums to me was Jasmine Sullivan, Hotels, Nas, Nas, whatever the fuck. Y'all know how I say his name. <laughs> you know, forever gonna clown me for that. It don't sound right. Nasir, Nas, whatever. It just, whatever. <clears throat> but um, King's Disease 3, that shit was so fire to me. Like, oh my God, I love that shit so much. Just... Oh my god, I love it so much. That's it's really a straight through for me. But I think I play brunch on Sundays and uh, no phony love and uh, store run. Like I don't know, I just played them songs a lot. Like I, I I really fuck with that Nas album. I really do. Um, I also want to bring up this Tory Lanez album. Um. I'm not necessarily shocked because we all know he's talented and, you know, behind the scenes with him and Megan or whatever. So, you know, I'd be scared to press play on his shit. But his talent is really showing it for himself. And I fuck with that. Um, for so long, I only fuck with Tory Lanez because of the songs that he remade. Um, you know, good luck to your body, kiss we. Shit like that. But, like, I don't, like... I never really was a fan of his original music just because I'm not sure if I, I was just like not familiar with it or just because that's not, you know, what I knew him for. But this Tory Lanez album is literally fire. You could play it straight through. I can't make this up. It's <clears throat> Alone at Prom is a great album. Playboy was good, too. But Alone That Prom was so good. He's so good with taking these 2000 songs and sampling them or whatever. But he took like this 80s sound and made it work. And it sounds so good. Like it sounds timeless. Like, I don't know, y'all. If y'all don't listen, please listen to it. But The Color Violet, I love that song so much. Um, 87 Stingray. It's just, I don't know. I really, really like it. Um, an album that I was hoping was going to be, like, amazing. But it's not giving, like, the, what I thought it was going to give was Khaled. The Scenic Drive tape. Um, the, the, the features were so, like, top tier. But I just, it's good. But it's not what I wanted it to be, um, if that makes sense. Um, same with the Her album. I took my favorites and went. She has some really nice songs, but as a whole, I'm not really feeling the album, if that makes sense. Like, some songs just have me in a chokehold, but I can't necessarily play it straight through. Um, I loved it. I loved the album, though. Like, it was cool, you know. 
Um, but I don't know. For her to have 21 tracks and I only, you know, liked 11 of them. It's like, you know what I'm saying? What, what about these other 10 tracks? Um, this has been the year of, well, I'm going to just give it to you. And that's cool. But if your 20, 21 tracks ain't worth it, imagine what you could have did if you could have just gave us those 12 tracks and kept those other 10 or 12, whatever the fuck. And we could have just worked off that. And imagine how more impactful it would be. And I can't help but to think about that about a lot of these albums I put out. Um, Wale for Lauren 2. Um, I've been playing that a lot, as y'all know. Carmel. That's such a beautiful sample. For the the uh, uh, Faith Evans sample. Beautiful. Beautifully done. Um, Fluctuate is one of my favorite songs as well. Um, Fire and Ice and Beverly Boulevard, though. Those... Those are the ones for me. Um, but all in all, I think he did well um, to showcase his album. It was 15 tracks. Um, you know, he had nice samples on there. Um, the the features were dope. Um, Jamie Foxx. And I still don't like the song with Chris Brown. I really don't. I, I, it sounded like, sound like a sample that wasn't all the way mixed. And I still stand on that. But anyway, I, I like it. I like it. All in all, I like it. <clears throat> he did well this year. Um, J. Cole, did the album grow on me? Um, no, it did not. Um, <laughs> um, I, I stand by my favorites and keep it pushing. The 95 South is one hell of an intro, and I, I stand on that. Um, but that My Life song with 21 Savage and Maury, 21 Savage did not miss on one featured track this year while we put it out there. He did not fucking miss. But that 100 mil, I, it never really, I don't know. It just never really stuck for me. Um, the songs that I did like was, you know, Let Go My Hand and The Climb Back. Those were my definitely my favorites. And then the only song I can honestly say, like, kind of warmed up to me was Hunger on Hillside. That's it, though. Everything else I kind of was just like, eh. Eh. <sighs> Certified Lover Boy, my official, official thoughts. Um, I like the songs everybody don't like. <laughs> um, I like fucking fans. I love the You Only Live Twice. I think the song with Ty Dolla Song is genius. I get along better with your friends. As fucked up as that sounds, can you know, do you know how relatable that is? Like when somebody be playing with you and they just be playing with your time and then, you know what I'm saying? And you be like, well, you know what I'm saying? Like this ain't even revenge or nothing. Like this is, this ain't nothing. It's just life. Like I get along good, better with your friends. Like I'll start fucking with your friends and I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Like it happens. That's why when people do it to me, I'll be like, you know what? I guess my vibe just wasn't for you. You know what I'm saying? But them hoes ain't my friends no more. <laughs> um, no friends in the industry is still... I can't wait to sign my first deal on the, on the podcast. I'm playing that shit out every fucking day. No friends in the industry, bitch. Y'all are not my friends. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but I love it. Like, TSU, it's not a song that I play by myself. Um, I think y'all even ruined Pipe Down for me. Pipe Down was the shit. That was the song I was playing every day when I first heard this album, and I feel like it's been ruined for me now. Um, Knife Talk is still my shit. 21 Savage has not missed at all. Period. At all. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Donda, I still believe, is a great album. It just wasn't for us. Um, you know, I like it, though. It's just not for us. It wasn't meant for us. Um, that punk album, Young Thug, Young Thug don't miss, okay? Um, I love it. I love it. I have my moments where, like, I'll go through just, like, I just want to listen to Young Thug. And he do it for me every time. I still don't fuck with that slime language, too, with him and everybody on there with the deluxe and him and Gunna and Young Stoner Life, whatever the fuck. I, mm, they could have kept that, you know. I like, you know, my little two songs off of there. Ski did what it was supposed to do for the year, but I don't know. And that shit was like 31 tracks or some shit. Didn't even get through it. Not what I, nope, we don't need that, sir. ESTG had a great year. Um, him and his fentanyl loving ass. Um, I don't know. It's something about him. He, he, it's his voice. I think that's what it is. It's his voice. And I fuck with it. 
I really truly fuck with it. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I've been listening to a lot of old shit too, y'all. Like, Milk Marie, she got a pretty pussy color pink because a nigga fell in love with it. You got a thing for me, I got a thing for her. I don't know though, y'all. And then that's like, I've been listening to a lot of um, old um, Dolph, you know, get me back in the. I love me some Dolph. R.I.P. to him. Still can't believe that shit. Um, oh, y'all. Wiz Khalifa new album with Sledgering. I know that sound crazy. And we was just talking about Wiz Khalifa with Carl. And he was lucky dogging him. But that new album is fire. Wiz got wings. I love it, y'all. I truly, truly love it. Like... I accidentally, I really played it on accident, and <clears throat> I kind of just was like, wait, this is new, let me, you know, let me keep going, and I think I was listening to, like, um, uh, the song with him and Larry June, No Better, and I was like, damn, this song hard, Da-da-da. and I went back and I listened to the whole thing, it's actually really hard, him, Cardo, Sledger, and they did what they needed to be done, um yeah we love to see it um i'm trying to think any albums that any other albums that came out this year that really stood out to me larry joan obviously i love still love that album probably one of the most albums i played this year um Aaliyah got a song with the weekend nobody was talking about that i actually like it um i don't know I, I, I kind of liked it. I didn't. I like the weekend's touch on it. I guess that makes sense. Um, I like Rick Ross album strictly for the the um features on it. I love fe- that feature on Wale song so much. I love the song with Benny the Butcher. Um, that song with Benny the Butcher is so hard. He says so much shit that went over y'all heads. Um, whew, I'm still stuck on the lemon pepper freestyle, honestly. But um, yeah, that richer than I've ever been. Um, I really don't like the songs with him by himself. He was talking on the um, Imperial High, though. I do like that song. Um, the song with Wiggle and Dream Doll. Dream Doll actually ate that verse the fuck up, and she came out on the track kind of snitching. I don't, I don't know about that though. That was a bit weird to me. But anyway, other than that, um, the song itself is very corny. Um, you could tell he very trying very hard to get um, his little radio bops, club hits whatever but the song blast made it out alive is so hard i obviously love the song outlaw so much with him and jasmine sullivan 21 savage again does not miss um that song can't be broke honestly it started to become my anthem um i love it i love it so much um yeah, shoot. According to the title, Rick Ross and Tory Lanez are my most streamed artists so far for the month of December. And right after that is Nas. And after that is Giveon. So, yeah, y'all can get a feel for what I've kind of been listening to. Um, Yeah. The song with Aaliyah in the weekend, by the way, is Poison. I was trying to remember the name of it. Um, If you haven't heard that I'm trying to think That song Rent Free That um, Six Lack Black Whatever the fuck we calling him I love that song so much Um, That Wasting Time song With Brent and Drake Is just now starting to grow on me And that should tell you a lot Um, I think I just heard it too much And it's starting to grow on me honestly (laughs) I don't think that's something that I would um, You know I still don't think I'm gonna play it in the car by myself. It's just, it's just not what I thought it was gonna be. But I don't know. That song Outlaws is so amazing to me. I love it so much. Love it so so much. Uh, we set the trends that Jim Jones and Mego song. I like that song too. Um, I actually really like that song actually. Um. My mom, oh, this is so funny, y'all. My mama liked that Money Bag Yo song, Scorpio. So I've been playing that song a lot. Um, she really loved that song, too. <laughs> um, let's see. Shout out to Hit Boy. Um, he came out with Dickens in Paris like a decade ago, and he's still going strong. Shout out to him. Shout out to Hit Boy. Let's just, let's just do that. Shout out to Hit Boy. 
Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Music wise, that I think. Um, besides Adele, honey, besides Adele. Um, but honestly, the best album to me this year was Silk Sonic. That's how you do a short album. Um, it tells a story. It's a vibe. It's 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 it gives you the feels. It makes you want to dance. It makes you want to cry. Um, it makes you want to fuck. Like it, it it gives all the vibes that that you would want. Um, I love it. Shout out to Summer Walker. She did what she was supposed to do as well. Um, trying to think. Uh, the Rice Tape. Shout out to Primo Rice. That shit was hard. This my money dance. Oh, uh, uh, uh. That shit was hard. Um, and shout out to Mariah the Scientist. You had a great album, and I liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. Um, McMill had a great album too. That album started to grow on me a little bit. It's definitely not as good as his other one. Nothing, nothing, nothing will ever top championships. That shit was a masterpiece. That shit was a masterpiece. I I, I don't think we'll ever get that again, but Expensive Pain was great. Um I love it. I love it. I love it. Probably not a straight through for me. But you could definitely pick your favorites off of there, and it'd be flames. So, shout out to him. Um, I think that's all I got music-wise. Um, Adele, I love you. I love you, bitch. Ugh. Cry Your Heart Out has been getting me through some shit, y'all. Cry Your Heart Out is my most played song this year. I don't care. I think I wake up every morning and play that song because that shit is real. When, when will I begin to feel like me again? Like, When? Everything is just, like, everybody say Tom does this and da-da-da-da. Girl, in the meantime, just cry your heart out, okay? And I, I, I fuck with that. I love it. Um, So, we're going to get into these musical notes this week. Um, Got some shit. Um, I hope y'all are enjoying y'all holiday. Merry Christmas to y'all. This does drop on Christmas now that I think about it. I hope y'all having a Merry Christmas and enjoying y'all time with y'all family. Um, I only get to be with my mom this year because we both, you know, COVID partners. But hopefully the next day we test negative. That's all I can say behind that. But all in all, um, I'm going to cook us some food and make sure we eating good and call it a day. But, um, yeah, I hope you guys have a great holiday. Um, I know it's not the best, you know, a lot of things have been going on in the world and COVID is taking a toll on us and we're not really together, but I just hope everybody has a happy and safe holiday, truly. So, let's get into this. First and foremost, congratulations to Dirk in India. We all saw it coming. Okay, this is not something that I feel should have been, you know, so oh my God about. But how he did it was beautiful. Um, They shared their love with us, you know, on social media a lot. And I feel like that was kind of their way of shutting down the rumors. Like, stop talking shit about us. Why are you worried about us? We good over here. We taken care of. I love her. He loved me. And that's that's how it's going to be. And to me, that was pretty dope. And I love it. We love to see it. Um... But people was trying to make this as an opportunity to say, oh, you women can't be an India and da-da-da-da-da-da. And you will never get married because you're not an India and da-da-da-da-da. And let's just put this out there. On social media, you can't just point fingers and say, oh, yeah, you're not an India. Oh, yeah, you can't do this. Oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. That's not okay. For starters, you don't know these people. You don't know how they act in relationships. Um, now, granted, sometimes you hear people talk and you'll realize, like, you know, they are the problem. But let's be honest. Like, you can't just point fingers at people and say, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. This is why. And you can't just say shit like that. That's not okay. Um, but let's be honest. Y'all ain't about to be no stepmom with no eight kids. Six. Eight, however many he got outside of uh, Willow. That's... Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I've never seen India, like, post his other kids. Not to say she has to, but, you know what I'm saying? I feel like she kind of just plays her role. Them kids is not going to be hungry. Them kids is not going to go without while they in my care. 
But for y'all to be worried about how I take care of his kids is kind of weird. That's that's a little weird. And I think that very truly is weird. Um, why do we care how she take care of his other kids? Let's 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 start there. Let's start there. Why do we care? Um, I think social media does a weird way of, you know, painting a picture of what we believe people to be. And honestly, I feel like she playing her hand pretty well. When she deleted all them pictures of Dirk and shit, maybe that wasn't them breaking up. Maybe that was her wake-up call to be like, why do people care about us so much? And that's fair. Some things should be kept. When you're in the scope of the eye all the time, some things just really do need to be kept for just you and me. Like, I don't know. I think we all have to agree on that to an extent. Um, Let's see. Let's see. What else I got? What else I got? What else I got? Um, so, everybody been sending this to me, because they know I called it, and I knew she was going to do this shit. I knew she was going to do that shit. I knew she was going to do that shit. I knew she was going to do that shit. This bitch, Summer Walker, got back on social media. And said all oh, this shit about London on the track. Pretty much saying how her daughter got something. I guess she was sleeping on an air mattress or something on the floor. Something along those lines. And she basically was just like on a whole rant about this man. Um, on social media, of course. On Instagram. And honestly, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. You done made a whole album bashing this man, put all his business out there that he trusted you with, and then turn around and still bashing him every chance you get to call him a, fa- a bad father. When you already knew he was a bad father to his other kids, and you kept trying to say it was his baby mama's fault, you was one of them. Then now that you finally a baby mama, you see things for yourself. It's an ongoing story. Ladies, I really want y'all to, to step into y'all self-worth in 2022 and just realize, like, oh, you know what? Um, I know he done this and this and this, but I'm different. No, you're not. You're not. You're not. You're not. Because guess what? That nigga not different. He's still the same person when you met him. He's still just showing you the same shit. Why would you think it would be any different? Because it's you. Let's be real. Why would you think... Why would you think... (laughs) Like... Some... I don't... I'm... I don't know. Somebody said I'm a woman basher, and I'm not. I'm not. I just want women to just hold yourselves accountable. Everything is not the man's fault, please. I just really want y'all to hold yourselves accountable. Because sometimes I feel like we go on these rants and we do things and da 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 and then we got to look back on it and see, you know, what could we have done different. I, loyalty is not a flex to these men. It's not. I'll be in a ride or die is not a flex to these men. Okay? Let's just call it for what it is. We do things because we hope in return, you know, when they finally get up, these men finally going to look out for us and yada, yada, yada. You can't change no man. They showed you who they was the first time. They they showed you who to pay attention to when to pay attention. You got to pay attention to a man when they broke. You got to pay attention to a man when they have money. And you have to pay attention to a man when they work towards their goals that they set for themselves. That will show you everything you need to know on how they will treat you. I really want y'all to understand this. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. Okay? 
they will literally keep you around just because it look good and they and they uh, and it's like <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. I really don't. And it's 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 to the point now where I'm like I look at stuff on social media and I'll be like Okay, I get it. We going through this. We we have emotions. We want to feel some type of way. But when it comes down to it, really ask yourself, did you see any signs? Did you pay attention to what that man was saying? My biggest my biggest clue to y'all, when you ask a man a question and they don't give you a direct answer, they already sneaky. They already got a hinted agenda. They already got some shit that they don't want you to know. And I think sometimes we just look right past it because the conversation continue. But really pay attention when you ask a man a question. See if they just straightforward give you answers. Because don't be a summer walker. Please don't. I'm tired. Thanks for the music though, sis. Just make the music and shut up at this point. Please. Please. So... <clears throat> um Doja Cat So everybody was making a big scene because she keeps winning these R and B awards. I agree, she should not be winning R and B awards. Um however, she thinks she's a rapper. Her manager says she's Lady Gaga. Um, I agree. She is Lady Gaga. Um, can Doja rap? Yeah. Is it considered rap to me? No. It sounds like pop. It sounds poppy. It sounds... It sounds, uh... It just sounds poppy. I don't know how else to put it. She sound like a black Lady Gaga. I feel like that's the best way to put it. She make music for, not to say Lady Gaga was a rapper, because obviously Doja Cat is a rapper, but she's not an R&B singer. Whereas Lady Gaga, she was a different type of pop artist as well. She was very visual, so was Doja. She was very um, able to use a, a lot of different beats. So can Doja. Um, I just feel like, she can't be put into a box of what we call a rapper. When I think of a rapper, I don't think of Doja Cat. I don't feel like she can be compared to the rest of the female rappers. But then someone said, well, what about Rico Nasty? Wouldn't she be considered like a rock star? And now I see where this can get tricky because it's like I get because I look at her as a rapper. I never looked at her like a, a rock star or something like that. But she kinda is. She kinda is now that I'm thinking about it. So I feel like genres are trying to become. I don't, I don't like genres. It just kind of hit me. I don't like genres. It kind of puts you in a box of who you are as an artist. And it kind of makes you feel like you have to stick to one sound. Or you, you have a expected sound of you. And now that I think about it, I don't think that's okay as a creative. If if you truly want to make music. Because cause let's be honest. Some of these artists, none of their albums sound alike. I don't know no Beyonce album that sounds alike. I don't know. Even Frank album, Frank Ocean, two albums don't sound alike. I don't. I don't see it. I. I don't know. I don't like genres. I think that I think it just hit me. I don't like genres. They put you in a box. I'm cool. Why can't we just create what, what what we feel is necessary or what we want to get off, and it and it can just be just that. But um, I don't know. Um, I honestly, 
Doja Cat is one of those artists I still am not going to press play by myself. Um, but every time somebody plays her around me, I'm thoroughly impressed, you know. I'm trying my best not to let, you know, cancel culture and things get to me like that. I can still have my opinion about people and listen to the music. Y'all, y'all already know how I stand about that. But I don't know. One of these days I really am going to sit down and listen to Doja Cat and just kind of get into her a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. We shall see. Um, <clears throat> Black youngster performing Shake Something in Dallas. Um, and he was dissing Young Dolph. We all know Shake Something was about Young Dolph when they was beefing some years back. Um, it's coming off Clout Chasey. Because why would you perform that song? Now, granted, he don't got that many hits to you know perform like that. So it's a shame that Shake Something was something that... Um, it's something that he has to perform, kinda. Um, but at the same time, I would just really want y'all to understand, like, um, music is, music is hard. Music is a touchy thing. Because we still be listening to Hit Em Up and shit and all the other little old diss tracks. But I think it's just kinda, like, hurtful because it's timely, um, it is coming off very clout chasey though, because why would you perform that right now? Um, he acting like he caught the body, and that ain't cool. Um, but my whole thing behind this is, I think we get a little too sensitive. Now, granted, I do understand that, you know, people are upset about you know, Dolph death being taken so lightly, but at the same time, this man still got to perform. He still got to make his money. He still got to make his hits. Um, if Shake Some is part of his set list already, and then this so happen to happen, you know, and they already have beef. It's not like he owe him anything, if we being honest. But that's like, you know, somebody from Memphis going to perform with him or something like that. Then I can see where it's a little, uh, I don't know. But I don't know, y'all. I think we just a little sensitive right now. And I just really think we kind of got to just stay in tune with everything. And... I think maybe we should um, step back from social media sometimes when a death like this happens. Um, Just because things, everybody has a different outlook on things. And, you know, everybody has their own fans and it can get kind of crucial to the point where it gets weird. Sometimes we listen to music so much we, we think we become that artist. Um, you know, if you heard my episode on Hustle Off the Ground, we were talking about, you know, how people go to concerts and they get a little bit too beside themselves because they feel like they, you know, the person is their biggest fan or something like that. And sometimes it don't work like that. And I just feel like we got we kind of got to be less sensitive when things like this happen. Um, let's see. The last thing I wanted to talk about was, on a good note, we'll end on a good note. I wanted to talk about Mama Tina, Beyonce's mother, having her own show. And it's Talks with Mama Tina. And let me tell y'all now, this is about to be the biggest blow up next year, 2022. This is about to be one of the biggest shows. Kind of like how the Red Table Talk did. Um, with Jada coming out and... Will doing all these press runs for his book and all this other stuff. Which, by the way, y'all, somebody bought me Will Smith's book for Christmas. I'm going to read it and I'm going to tell y'all everything I, I'll see in it. Because, woo, baby, I'm excited. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how this is going to work out. Only because, only because I feel like. People are more interested to see Mama Tina over people wanting to see uh, 
you know, Jada and her kids. And I feel like we kind of tired of her right now. And I feel like, okay, we finally get to see Mama Tina and her relationship that she got with, um, you know, Kelly and Sierra and all the rest of these celebrities. And personally, I'm excited. I'm excited. I feel like it because if y'all pay attention on social media, her mom has a way of making people feel like she's so easy to talk to and they love speaking with her about certain you know, problems, and I'm interested to see it all, because I feel like celebrities are going to feel more comfortable speaking with her over Jada, because Jada is so, uh, I don't know, she, she a little cruel, she a little, she a Virgo, you know what I'm saying, they, they a little cruel, that's all, so I feel like, talk, speaking with her, you know, she. I feel like she kind of judging you from a standpoint because she's so free and open with herself, whereas, you know, Mama Tina, she got so much experience and time on her, and she has this, you know, rapport for, you know, being that mom that people love to speak to, and I think it's honestly going to give a run for her money, honestly. Um, and that's all I have. Um, so for Fire Records this week, um, I wanted to bring this album up because we love singing When I See You as a unison in black people. <laughs> and I thought this was kind of cool. So Fantasia's album, her self-titled album, Fantasia, recently just turned 15. And my mama used to play this album so much. This was such a good album, y'all. Like, I remember, well, obviously, we all know, you know, um, When I See You, um, you know, I Feel Beautiful, Hood Boy, that song she had with, with boy, uh, Big Boy or whatever back in the day. But Two Weeks Notice... If you ever going through a breakup and you sick of a nigga, that's the song you play. This is my two-week notice. I resigned my position. I resigned my position because you ain't treating me right. Yeah. 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 I felt that. And sometimes you got to bump at your friends say, because let's be honest, our friends is the reason why we ain't got no fucking niggas now. Okay. Okay, <laughs> let's just let's just be honest. Um, but yeah, shout out to Fantasia. She's still making music, y'all. Um, I always think that's funny how it's just certain artists we refuse to listen to in this year. Um, I don't know. One day on the podcast, we really gonna talk about that. But um, yeah, shout out to Fantasia. The album was amazing. Um, so this week I want to shine the spotlight on. Y'all already know what I'm about to shine the spotlight on because I'm sick of y'all. So recently, Alicia Keys got on Twitter spaces and was talking. But recently, let's go back. Alicia Keys been making her, her rounds, okay? She recently did her her um, interview on Drink Champs, which was amazing, by the way, if y'all didn't watch that. It's so good. Um, she did her interview on Drink Champs, and it really came out really nice. I love her. I love her. Her vibe, she's so sweet, but she's also very, you know, she a grown woman, you know, and and you could tell, like, um, I don't know why we think of Alicia as this, you know, sweet, and but she she kind of come off like, you know, I know I'm the shit, and I love that for her, you know. Um, she said she would do a versus battle with Beyonce or Rihanna. And honestly, I don't think I look at Alicia Keys on that level. Um, but um, I would like to see Alicia Keys in a versus battle with a woman instead of John Legend. That would be pretty dope. I just can't think like who. So when they asked her that, that was pretty different. But anyway, that little talk of the versus battle kind of sparked something else. And Sean Corey Carter then came into the motherfucking spaces with Alicia Keys and she was on her press run trying to get her her album Keys off the ground which I had planned on listening to I do plan on listening to Keys I used to be a big Alicia Keys fan back in the day but 
he came on there and they was pretty much talking and she was very you know <clears throat> like what's up what 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 we doing yada 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 and he was talking about his wife and you know how his wife pretty much can't go against you know anyone and there's no bigger star than her right now and i agree you know what i'm saying beyonce really has it on lock um i don't believe that beyonce can sing better than adele i don't i don't believe that i just believe that adele that's her powerhouse that's what she's good at whereas beyonce she's so good at everything she does to where i feel like her talent spreads so much to where that equally outweighs that to me so no i don't think that she's a better singer than adele um but I do believe that she's a better performer, a better um act like a better performer, a better um spotlight person. You know what I'm saying? Just in that spotlight. Um I would definitely go to a Beyonce concert over an Adele concert. But when it comes down to it, Adele can is a powerhouse by her voice alone. I don't think um no one is really touching her in that aspect and I stand on that. Now he says that you know well there Beyonce she's so much bigger because she's constantly learning and I tell y'all all the time that's why I love Beyonce she's constantly learning she's always constantly perfecting her craft we grew up with her we watched her grow into this woman and this powerhouse that she is um but I think what got me was when he said She's bigger than Michael Jackson because Michael Jackson didn't have a Coachella or anything along those lines to where Beyonce still headlined. And I guess that's when it kind of hit me how big these these festivals are that are so whitewashed and so brainwashed and, and all these white people go. And Beyonce really headlined Coachella. Coachella is a big, big thing than what we imagine it to be. Um... Headline Coachella is a big thing only because it's not common for black people to do it. And to be honest, I don't think that makes her bigger because at that time, Michael Jackson, you know, he he was doing world tours. And that was kind of unheard of at that time. Nobody was black doing world tours. That was a big thing. Like, he was... Sought out arenas People was falling flat on their face when they saw him come on stage like he was a performer so i really feel like in that tone when he said that i feel like instead of saying beyonce's bigger than michael jackson why can't we just say that she's our phenomenon that's equal to michael jackson because everybody loved michael jackson the same way everybody loves beyonce you'll have those couple people where you'll they'll say oh i'm not really too fond of michael jackson we kind of look at them crazy same thing with beyonce if you don't like beyonce we kind of look at you crazy like what or people just say it because they don't you know they don't see the hype or whatever just because you know overrated doesn't necessarily mean they're bad it just means you know you just don't see the hype behind it like it's it's good but it ain't great and I think that's that's what we all can agree on. Michael Jackson was good. He was good at what he did. Um, whether you liked him or not. Whether he was your cup of tea or not. And I think that's why we kind of can compare Beyonce to Michael Jackson in that aspect. Now. Jay-Z said nobody can come on stage with him on that versus. And I really want to be honest with y'all. I really, truly want to be honest with y'all. Can't nobody beat Jay-Z in a versus battle but Solange on that damn elevator. And I know y'all bringing up Lil Wayne and all this other shit. Let's be honest. Lil Wayne would only count if we are able to use his mixtapes. No ceilings and all mixtape wheezy. We need to include all of that shit. Because off his albums alone, I don't think that's a good matchup for Jay-Z. Jay-Z makes timeless music. I want y'all to think about the last time. You know what I'm saying? Y'all played Lil Wayne, the old Lil Wayne. And unless, like, y'all was in that mood to listen to old Lil Wayne. And what I mean by that is, 
we so pressed on mixtape wayne and things like that to the point where we can't necessarily stream it the same and it's we got a youtube it whatever the fuck it may be uh when no ceilings dropped and everything was able we were able to stream that everybody had a moment you know what i'm saying i don't think people add the old Lil Wayne to their playlist as much as all around Jay-Z gets played. And I, I really stand on that. Jay-Z can get added to any playlist. Whether it's old Jay-Z, new Jay-Z, motivational Jay-Z, shaking ass Jay-Z, him and Beyonce. Somewhere along those lines, he's going to get added into a playlist. When you making playlists and shit, you don't think about Lil Wayne, you know what I'm saying? Unless we in that Lil Wayne mood. When once you start playing a Lil Wayne song, you kind of go down a rabbit hole a little bit. And I feel like that's the only way we kind of appreciate Wayne the same way. Nobody just kind of adds him to the shuffle the same way Jay-Z does. And if y'all don't if y'all don't agree with me, I really want y'all to think about the last time you played the Carter 3 or or the Drought 3 or whatever just chilling the carter just chilling by yourself and let it play straight through unless you already was in that way mood where you played all the shit from back in the day i go on this i go on this 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 wave where i want to hear all big timer shit and then by the time i get the big timers and shit i'm i'm in the cash money and that whole little era and then it kind of puts me like, damn, Lil Wayne was that nigga. And then I'm I'm listening to Lil Juvie and shit and all them other shits. Or, you know, you get in that mood where you kind of be like, damn, I want to listen to Pimp C today. And then all you know is you, you, you having a Houston day. You just listening to all that shit. You listening to Underground Kings and all that other Southern shit. And you just having a whole moment. That's what I mean by that. You don't wake up and just add Lil Wayne to your playlist and just let it go. He's not somebody that you just add to the playlist unless he's featured on the track. Or, you know, you probably got that one Lil Wayne song that you just like so much and you just listen to it every day. Like, for me, my Lil Wayne song, Forever and Always, will always be Pussy Money Weed. Always. Like, I wake up sometimes and the lyrics just be stuck in my head. And I gotta go listen to it real quick on YouTube. Or even, um, uh, uh. Uh, something you forgot Like old mixtape Weezy And it's like you go down a rabbit hole Now you just want to listen to all that old shit again But I'm telling you There's not a time where your playlist Just comes on and all of a sudden That old Wayne comes on and you're like Oh no it's a moment It's a holy moment Lil Wayne is a holy moment And I'm telling y'all he's the GOAT Yes but Jay Z is a different type of GOAT He puts you in a totally different mindset is that a versus battle I want to see? Honestly, no. I don't. I want to see, like, Cash Money versus, uh, like, I want to see the whole Cash Money go against, like, No Limit or something. Like, I want to see shit like that. I don't want to be, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to be on stage and then they end it with, hey, Mr. Carter. I don't I don't want that. That's so cliche to me. That's not that's not something I want to see. Um I don't know, like I don't know. I don't ha- I don't have the same verses in mind that y'all do when y'all be putting together these verses battles. I do not want to see a Jay-Z and fucking Lil Wayne versus battle. I don't. That's not something I want to see at all actually. Um you know, but you know, It'll be interesting, for sure. To me, I'm going to be vibing out the whole time because I love both of them so much. Like, Lil Wayne is somebody I grew up to, and then Jay-Z is somebody that was taught to me, and then I I grew my own love for. So, I don't know. I don't look at them the same in that aspect. Lil Wayne is definitely somebody I got introduced to on my own and grew a love for on my own. Like, when I think of, like, my first rap song that... I loved and appreciated it. It was definitely one of Lil Wayne's songs from back in the day. But when it comes down to, like, the first rap song, I, I remember, like, my uncles and my daddy playing in the car. It's always Jay-Z or Nas. And I don't, 
I don't know. I, I feel like I, I grew a different love for hip hop once I, I learned about Jay Z versus when I started learning on my own and the things that I picked up from Lil Wayne and just shit like damn like he low key is that is that one. And then we kind of watched them spiral and, you know, whatever. But I don't know. They're both goats. They're both goats to me. But that's not a versus battle that I would like to see. Um, but shout out to the Carters, though, for sure. I love Jay-Z. And I love Jay-Z for bragging on his wife as well. So, you know, I love it. Who knows when the next time we're going to get a Jay-Z on, on Spaces or talking on Clubhouse or let alone an interview whatever you know i would love to do an interview with jay-z i practice that every day y'all when i get an interview with jay-z and what i'm gonna say every day like y'all don't even get it (laughs) but um that's all i got today um that's really all i got um make sure y'all follow the youtube this is y'all last audio only episode um I love y'all so much for rocking with me. Um, you know what I'm saying? We coming up on year two of For Your Records podcast. And I appreciate y'all so much for rocking with me. Um, next week, you know, Vail coming back. We're going to do a um, a catch up and uh, we're going to hold ourselves accountable. You know, that's what me and Vail do. We hold ourselves accountable. Um, see what changed in these past two years between us. And if we still look at things the same between relationships and music um yeah i don't really have any more announcements just make sure y'all follow that youtube for your records podcast we're gonna start uh, um uploading a video on there come the new year um you'll get your audio still on saturdays and i'll upload the videos on sundays um i'm so excited y'all we finally came to a place where i'm Keith from Clay, like I'm Keith from Clay. This is me, and this is the person I'm building for myself, and I love it. And I appreciate y'all for you know really listening and just giving me feedback each time, and you know the kind messages I get. Just I love it. I really truly do. And y'all, I don't think y'all understand that, but um, it really pushes me to keep going. Um, I hope y'all have a merry Christmas, and catch y'all in the new year. Bye, love you guys.